Welcome to From Cork with Love Adventure, the only programme from Cork, Ireland, in which you can hear what it's like to be Irish in Cork from the point of view of a totally unrepresentative man. This is Paul Amani welcoming you to the latest episode. If I get out of my mobile studio, I'm going to get very wet. It's pouring outside. And I'm sitting here in, in this studio looking at Moanbawn Wood Forest Recreation Area in East Cork. And, and it's dribbling right down the windscreen. And I saw a man walking with two dogs a short while ago. Now, he must have been prepared to get his trousers all wet. There is a bit of blue sky behind me. But I thought when I was coming here that I might escape this bank of black cloud. And the YR app said that there would be it would be dry all afternoon, for, even for this particular place. So I'm not at all impressed with the YR app right now. I've always thought it was the best weather app that I knew, but this is hopeless. The poor dog is in the back seat of the car, back uh, back of the car, and I'm thinking to myself, should I let him out and hang the lead out the window? so that he and close it so the rain doesn't get in and he gets to have fresh air i don't know what to do and that's the big question i have on my mind it's a slightly debilitating question because he's getting more and more agitated what on earth am i going to do i've tried listening to rte radio to the joe duffy show um, to kind of distract myself but I, I'm not going to be able to hold out much longer so I think I'm going to have to let him out of the car get a bit wet myself and get back into the car or maybe I can go and stand in the wood that's what I'll do I'll go and stand in the wood <clears throat> come on Louis Good job. You did a good job. Here. Here, let me not let you off the lead. I'm standing here in the wood and there are only a few drops of rain falling on me. Enough for it to be to get me wet but not enough to make it impossible to stand out here. Louis dog is outside there in the wet, um, getting exposure to the elements. And I suppose a gun dog is more, is happier out in the open air than being stuck in a car. I wonder if I could walk through these woods. I'm being careful that I don't run into any bears 
Now, you don't usually get bears in Ireland, but on a day like this, how do I know for sure that the last remaining bear that has left in Ireland isn't hanging around Moanbald Wood? It's all, there's a, a mist of rain. It will go, it will disappear. And I will be okay to do walking before I pick my daughter up at half past three. I spent the morning working on a fish and chip shop. Well, part of it was working on a fish and chip shop. That fish and chip shop needs copywriting on a new website. And that's what I was kind of preparing myself to do and getting my head around the writing itself. So that's kind of paid employment, if you like. The the future owner of the website, our client, is uh, has got strong ideas about the kind of website he admires most. And he's been very emphatic that he wants one like a particular website. Um, I, uh, I don't see anything wrong with his choice at all. It's going to involve some quite bright photographs. Probably going to look, unfortunately, a bit like a copy of many websites, but you, know, you could say the client is, is queen. Actually, the client is royal because it's client is both a man and a woman. They're joint owners of the business. And then another thing I did this morning was, oh my goodness, it's wet, was to listen carefully to the morning after the vote in the House of Commons all about Brexit and to listen to what was coming up on the Irish radio, on the Irish national radio, and also on Sky TV, which came from Sky TV News, which came from the UK, and give some opinions of my own. I mean, I didn't spend a lot of time outlining why I've never been in favour of Brexit and how I feel about the fact that the British government, the last British government, decided that it was going to hold a referendum on it. I didn't spend time doing that. I spent time trying to think about, so where do we go from here right now? What does it look how do things look likely to pan out over the next, I think I saw 73 days, it must now be about 71 days, 29th of March. And some friend of mine told me, oh yes, I remember who, a good friend of mine in Canada told me that that's his last day at work in Canada, that he's going to be um, retiring. Well, I don't think he'd call it retiring. Maybe he would. I don't call I don't think I'm ever going to retire. Uh, I see a man in a yellow vest. I see a, a yellow vest coming in this direction. I think the... Yeah, above my head is now blue. Actually, maybe, maybe the, what's falling on top of me coming from the trees rather than the open air. So I'm moving out into the open air. Okay, Louis, all right. I think the rain has stopped. 
Okay. Right. We're going to walk. My trousers are going to get a bit wet. But that's not the end of the world. And anyway, I I would love a, a walk in which I can did kind of empty my mind what else did I do this morning I had a one cup of coffee two was it three cups of tea I had one sandwich I had one orange oh and I had two pieces of dark chocolate 70% which contained chips of caramel in it that was very nice. <coughs> now there are puddles here. They're all along here. Louis done his business, so I think he's probably relieved in some way. And it's the light now is fabulous. The sun is out from behind the black cloud. And it's low in the sky, so it's casting long shadows and uh, it's shining on the evergreen trees the the pines so where is the spruce tree paul where is the arctic pine where is the norwegian pine oh dear i've spent months saying to myself i must learn the names of all the pines and i haven't done it yet There was a time, not that terribly long ago, during the summer when I used to walk along here reading a book. The book was, is called Wanderlust, A History of Walking by Rebecca Solnit. And I'd like to reassure any of you who have heard me reading that book that I have not abandoned the ambition to continue reading it. It's just that it's a bit cold sometimes, and it's a bit wet. wet. Anyway, never mind, I've got out of the habit of reading it. I'll, I'll have to uh, recover, recover the habit. Do you find the same as me? Which is that when you lose a, lose a habit, it's kind of hard to regain it. I used to walk here in this wood. Which way will we go? We'll go right, Louis, come on. Um, I used to walk here in this wood, and I would feel almost undressed if I wasn't carrying wanderlust with me. It felt like as if there was something missing for, for ages. And now that I've got used to something being missing, I don't miss it in the same way anymore. This is not a good feeling, says I. God, the light is fabulous. I'm going to take a photo, although this quality of photos on iPhones and other places just isn't good enough when it comes to capturing the vividness of the, the green moss that's growing up the side of the trees here. But it's better than nothing. Somebody I know fairly well, a lovely woman in Alberta in Canada put something up on some social medium yesterday in which she 
talked about how good it was not to take photographs of things as she was going from place to place and how taking photographs were a distraction from appreciating the the view you'd have reduced attention and I thought well that's a very understandable point of view you want to be totally attentive to what you see around you and I thought well actually when I stop and I look and I take a photograph I do pay a huge amount of attention to what I'm going to photograph and I do in, in, in some situations find that it heightens my attention so in that sense taking photographs has given me a benefit so when I'm out and about in countryside I love to take photographs I thought the dog was looking at a person there he wasn't but I thought for a second that he might be because he stops whenever he sees somebody coming around, coming around a corner here if, if somebody came along they could be a walker, a cyclist a runner and when I say a walker I mean a walker with, with or without a dog now I wonder will I get all the way round this circuit because it does go round in a circle I wonder if I get all the way round before let's say ten past three I feel pretty I feel obliged to be back at the car at ten past three so let me just see what time it is now it's twenty two three just kind of borderline if I walk quickly, I bet you I could do this walk in half an hour. It's three and a half kilometers. Could I walk three and a half kilometers in in uh, in three quarters of an hour? Well, what's three and a half kilometers? It's about one and three quarter miles. And I used to walk a mile when I was a lot younger, in 20 minutes. So there should be no, it should be dead on if I keep going without pausing. Now if I pause to talk to somebody, it's gonna, I'm going to be late. If I pause to take photographs, I'm going to be late. So I'm not going to talk to anybody, I'm going to nod and say hello, and I'm going to move on. And I'm going to keep up this pace and that'll mean it'll be good for me because this is faster than I usually walk. I'm one of these walkers who probably doesn't get as much out of the walk as other people might get because I don't get my heart beating. And I think only if you get your heart rate up and beating is walking up significant value to you I'm no expert on this and I do find myself sometimes surrounded by people who are so much into fitness that I kind of I don't really engage in that much conversation with them 
That's a dog shaking his head. I was walking and carried off wood yesterday and I stopped and had a chat with a guy and I mentioned Moonborn wood to him and he knew it. He knew it well and he said that he found Moonborn wood too shaded by evergreen trees and colder than he liked it. And I thought, right, I suppose this place with its tall pine trees on left and right is a bit dark in the winter. I wish my dog would go into water. He doesn't uh, go in the water at all. He doesn't go for a swim or a, he, he'll go to the edge and drink and that's all. Anyway, I haven't yet found this place too cold, but I, he, he was talking to me about a wood which had a lot more deciduous trees than here and was mainly deciduous and was somewhere near Carrigaline, I think. I think it probably was not Carrigaline, it was probably in, in that little island which is close to Carrigaline. Which I can't name, which I can't remember. This is definitely doing me good. Do you know what? Just across there, on the other side of what is in effect a valley, is the road, is the path, the track I'm going to walk back along. I never realised it was quite so close. It always felt to me like as if I was walking out along a track which was well removed from the way I came back. Now I know they're very close to each other. The only thing is I've no intention of walking down a steep slope and walking back up a steep, a steep slope. Maybe I should do a periscope here, do a live stream on periscope. I love doing live streams on Periscope. It enables me to get in touch with some people who I'd like to keep in touch with. Because I'm fortunate enough to be in contact with people who would actually, some of whom would be definitely likely to come on a live Periscope. And then there's audio on Periscope. Now, audio on Periscope might, might, mightn't be a bad idea because I wouldn't have to hold the, the iPhone upright. And maybe that would be a better thing to do right here. And audio is terrific, isn't it? Audio is... And getting into communication via audio with people who are listening to the audio, that's... A lovely thing to do. I'm quite big into asynchronistic 
audio so a bit like you know you send me a bit of audio and I can't listen to it for four hours or even a day or two and then I respond and more time goes past and you respond and you don't get interrupted by anybody while you're speaking to the other person how many times in normal social life out there in in society or even at home do you get a chance to speak without interruption where you can speak as quickly or as slowly as you like if you like and nobody will say yes Paul but this when you haven't yet finished formulating your paragraph I'm inclined to speak very slowly most of the time very well I say very slowly I mean more slowly than the done quite a few people I don't know what the average speed of speakers from different cultures are I'd quite like it if there was a cross-cultural study in order that identified which which cultures people spoke quickest in I know that as soon as I start learning or even thinking of learning another language I think oh they speak too quickly I can't possibly follow that I remember thinking that about French I still think that about French really but I can make out a few words I speak a few words so that it's not half as bad when you can do that you can kind of guess what goes on in between the words so I think I'm going to break off this piece of audio now and I'm going to record a piece of Periscope live stream audio just to see what will happen out here in the woods as I stride along so thank you for listening I, I might add a bit more audio to this later on because that's a great thing about Vice Recorder Pro you can finish a piece of audio and then make another piece of audio and stitch the two together seamlessly without any trouble without having to go through let's say audacity or any one of those big audio editing platforms so there 22 minutes of being outside in the cool air cool it's a bit chilly and uh, i'm not that wet now i'm only a little bit damp Okay, maybe talk to you later on. Be good to have you. Good to be in touch with you. Bye. That was from Cork with Love Adventure. Sponsored by Nobody. This is your host, Paul Omani. Saying I hope it was worth your while listening. Bye for now.